Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, joined by Derek Terry. Derek, uh, we're approaching 24 hours, a little bit, well, not 24 hours quite, but depending on when you listen to this episode, should be about 24 hours from kickoff between Kentucky and Florida. Uh, Saturday night at Kroger Field, 6 p.m. start. Yeah, this is a mega slate tomorrow of uh, college football games. My grandpa called me last night, and we were just talking about it. And, like, the noon slate is is ridiculous. I mean, it's it's great all day long, really. But uh, this is, on paper, going into this weekend, it should be easily the um, best Saturday of the year. And UK has one of these primetime slots playing at 6 p.m. against Florida, a team that's not beaten at home. Uh, since way back uh, 1986, the Cats beat Florida in November 10-3. to And uh, every year since then, Sean, it's not gone UK's way, uh, basically ever. But, of course, they got the win a few years ago down in the swamp to break the streak. But, you know, Kentucky's coming into this game 4-0. I don't think anyone feels like they've you know played their best game yet. Florida coming in at 3-1, and but that only lost being to Alabama, a team that I think, you know, I think Florida's getting a lot of credit, maybe rightfully so, for uh, – not losing bad. I mean, having a chance to beat Alabama, we'll see how good Alabama turns out to be this year. But for now, you know, they're still a top 10 team. So all eyes here in this state and people listening to this, they'll be focused on Kentucky. But as a whole, if you're a college football fan, I don't think it really gets any better than Saturday. No, and it seems like every week that we've gone through the picks episode, we've talked about, man, the either the noon slate's really good and the rest of the day's horrible or the noon slate's horrible. But this seems like a week of football to where there's just a lot of good matchups across the board, uh, especially within this conference, Derek. Th- these are the weeks that as you get into October, and I think the thing that kind of makes it better is like who would have thought in the preseason that Arkansas-Georgia was going to be a matchup that you're really excited for? And then Arkansas goes yeah. out and beats Texas. They beat Texas A&M, and now they're uh, right there on the in the top ten. So then you're talking about th- they played their way into making that matchup fun. That's what I love about this sport is that there's those games that you look at on the schedule, and you might rank them one through twelve, and number ten might end up being in your top five by the time you get to the middle of the season, and, that, and that's kind of what you have with some of these games. Yeah, you're exactly right. And uh, the crazy thing about that, I mean, I know Arkansas's quarterback might be a little dinged up, but you're talking about Georgia still being an 18-point favorite in a top-10 matchup. <laughs> so people thinking quite highly of the dogs. But, uh, Sean, let's get into some of these games. Obviously, the one everyone's interested in here, Kentucky and Florida. We both picked UK to win every single game up until this point. So I want to hear your prediction. Are you going to stick with that or are you going to go the other way this week? Oh man, I, I picked it. I picked on to beat Florida in the preseason. I said on this podcast the other day that I wasn't going to pick Kentucky to win and that I thought they'd beat LSU. But I just have a weird feeling, Derek, the closer we get to Friday, I'm, I can't do this, can I? I can't do it. Kentucky wins. Kentucky wins by like three. I'm going to – honestly, I just think that they play their best game they've played all season, and, and I think they win. Yeah, I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to pick Florida. I think I picked them 31-24. to 24. A couple of reasons. You know, we talked about earlier in the week. I don't, I don't think this is a – I don't think Florida is just too talented for Kentucky to win. I don't believe that. I think if Kentucky plays a very good game, um, they'll certainly have a shot. But until we see that, 
It's going to be hard for me to pick them. And until I see Kentucky finish one of these games off against Florida at home, it's hard for me to pick it. So, um, and I, I do think this was a game I picked in the preseason as a loss as well. Um, yeah. So, I'll stick with that. So, man, we could start in a ton of other places. Well, for, I was just going to say one more thing on this yeah. game. I mean, we both think that Kentucky has a chance. I think a lot of people think Kentucky has a chance. If they play clean football, Derek, they're, they're going to give themselves a chance to win. They always play Florida tough in Lexington. The way that they played that game last year at Florida, I think Mark Stoops and a lot of these guys are kind of wanting to come back and have that revenge factor and show that that's not who they were, that's not who they are as a program. But it's going to take their best game of football to this point, and it's going to take a complete effort across all three levels of football, offense, defense, special teams. They haven't played clean football to this point. That concerns me, yes. If you're a listener to this picks episode, you want me picking probably – well, no, you probably want me picking Florida because I've, <laughs> I've been wrong on every other pick. But, hey, four for four in Kentucky games. So, let's keep that Let's keep that uh, positive vibe going, Derek. I'm, I'm going to say Kentucky wins this thing. They're going to have to score some points to win this game. I'm going to say 34-31. Uh, you just have to, I think – I wouldn't even call it reaching. Sorry, my cat is literally chewing on my charger as I try to talk. Uh, you have to – I mean, Florida has played better through their four games. I know they have a loss to Alabama, but they they have looked better. They've, they've run the ball incredibly well, third in the country. Um, they're just they're – they're having a good year. They look like a solid team. For Kentucky, it's like you know the potential is there. I, I wrote it. I answered some questions for our Florida site yesterday, and I, I – I, I still feel this way. I still think it's if it's not the best roster top to bottom of the Stoops here, it's probably number two. The only one potentially being better is 2018, but I still think this group by years in could be – we could look at them and say, you know, I think this group's a little bit better. But uh, tomorrow is when you need to see it. If, you know, at a certain point, like I said on Sunday, we, we talked about needing to clean it up. Well, if they got there and turned the ball over three more times, at a certain point you might just have to say that's what this team is. It's a flawed team that they, you know – almost halfway through the season, they haven't really played a clean game. They, they got to get that turnover margin cleaned up. At least it'll help tomorrow. But, um, again, won't be shocked if Kentucky wins. But I think out of – I just think this is the – for me, picking this game, I think this is the way for me to go. I, I would feel more comfortable. I guess what I would say is I would be less surprised by a Florida win than I would be. Um, Interesting, though. Win. Interesting, though, that you said you won't be shocked if Kentucky wins. There was a point in this series where we all would have been shocked if Kentucky won this game. So, Oh, well, I was uh, convinced after the way that they lost in 2017 that they would probably never beat Florida, and then they went down to the swamp the next year and won. So, I, I mean, I do think there – you don't know how much – I mean, obviously the final scores of the recent games don't mean anything tomorrow, but I do think it's worth mentioning that last three games at Kroger Field have all been one-score games. Kentucky should have won two in a row. Would that have changed how I felt going into tomorrow? Uh, it's hard to say. Maybe. Just if I'd seen it more. Because, I mean, I, I did say one of my reasons for picking Florida is just because I give them the benefit of the doubt because they've won every game there since the 80s. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's my feelings on that game. If you want to get into – Yeah, let's – got let's so many to pick. Let's get into these picks. And if you want to make money, Derek will agree with me 100%. You fade my picks – the entire day well you just uh, had a nice day yesterday didn't you i did but that's the thing though every game that i picked last week 
when I came to my betting slip on Saturday, I went the opposite way and I won. So whatever I say on this podcast, you do the opposite. Like last Saturday, I picked Mississippi State. And then when it came down to my bet slip on Saturday morning, Derek, I picked LSU. And then I picked Notre Dame to cover. And then I had Texas Moneyline. And I won, what, 111 bucks last Saturday. And then I had a really nice night last night. So I'm plus $350 betting through the first three weeks of the season. So let's see if that continues for me. We need a betting. Somebody needs to sponsor this podcast, a picks, a picks, uh, or some betting site. I'm not going to say what I use. Keep that here. <laughs> so let's start off with that noon slate. Number eight, Arkansas at number two, Georgia, Derek. Are we going to go winner or are we going to go spread picks here? Because I think Arkansas cover. I think Arkansas stays within. The yeah, spread. we can do both. I'll say um, I think Georgia definitely wins. But 18, that's a lot of points. Uh, we thought 35 against Vandy was, too, and they decided to do they that. They had that in the first quarter, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, obviously, Arkansas, though, a little bit better than Vanderbilt. So, uh, we'll say uh, I'll, I'll go Georgia wins, and uh, yeah, I'll agree with you. I think Arkansas keeps it within that 18. If, uh, But, hey, it is tough, though. I mean, Arkansas, they're coming off a big win, big emotional win against a team that they hadn't beaten since they joined the SEC. It's a tough follow-up game. And, you know, you think about Georgia, I mean, man, they – I didn't get to watch much of that game, but I'm guessing with how lopsided the score was, they didn't really have to use any of their good guys for – which, I mean, their whole team's good. But they should be probably in a little bit better spot physically and probably mentally too. I mean, Arkansas is riding high, but, yeah, I'm going to take Georgia. and I give Arkansas credit for their good season and say that they can keep it within that 18. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Yeah, I think so, too. I think Arkansas keeps it at 18. I think Georgia wins. Uh, let's stay in the SEC, though. Let's go number 12, Ole Miss, at number one, Alabama. Eric, I actually think that Ole Miss can win this game, but I'm still going to go with the tide at home. But I do think Ole Miss keeps it within 14 and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take Alabama. Um I just don't know that – I mean, Ole Miss, you know, they're going to put up points. Last year's game was – a classic um, most points ever scored in an SEC game, Alabama uh, combined. Alabama won 63 to 48 until I see Ole Miss play good enough defense. I'm going to have a hard time thinking they can beat Alabama, but still, I, this should be a pretty fun game. I'm really bummed out. It's at 3:30. Hopefully they'll have it on in the press box. Uh, I mean, obviously it was expected to be at 3:30, but um, against a team that scores as much as Ole Miss, 
I mean, I feel like Alabama would have to score on almost every single possession to cover that 14 and a half or get some turnovers. I mean, that feels like a late potential backdoor cover to me, uh, Sean. So there was another SEC game that was also at noon that is like kind of flying under the radar because of how good the slate is. But between these two teams, it's a pretty big game. And that's uh, Tennessee at Missouri. Both teams are two and two, 0 and one in the league. And Missouri is a two and a half point favorite. So what do you think in there? Missouri wins. And Missouri covers, too. I think Missouri wins that game by about a touchdown. Ooh, I'm taking the balls money line. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, let's see. Oh. I just don't – I just do not – I mean, Missouri's defense is, like, bad, bad. And uh, So, are you betting the over of 66 in that game? Feels like it's going to be right on it, doesn't it? <laughs> like, when you think about it. Yeah, these are two teams. Oh, no. Oh. That game's going know. to be in the 30s, right? Like yeah. last week. Yeah, I feel like this is a game. Uh, both teams should be able to put up some points. Tennessee, I didn't get to watch all that Tennessee game or Florida game, but it seemed like they could have had a few more plays that might have kept them in it a little bit longer. I don't think they were going to be good enough to beat Florida, but uh, maybe could have made the score a little less lopsided. So I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take Tennessee and say the overhits. Hmm. Let's go to to this one. I think this is a top ten matchup. Uh, Cincinnati. At Notre Dame, uh, from what I'm looking at here on the sportsbook I'm using, Cincinnati is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. So this will be my upset pick of the week. I'm going to go Notre Dame, and I'd go money line with this one. Yeah, I'm going to take Notre Dame too. No offense to Cincinnati, but hey, if they win this game, the way that this season's playing out, I mean, that'd be a, a solid win for them, probably, unless – I mean, but Notre Dame's not look too great. I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to take Notre Dame at home in this game against Cincinnati. See anything else there that you want to throw in? Uh, 12-30, Louisville at Wake Forest. Louisville's 3-1, and 1-0 in the ACC. Wake Forest, I watched them play last Friday night against Virginia. They played very well. Wake Forest is a seven-point favorite. I'm going to say Wake covers that. I'm going to say Wake covers it, and – Yeah. I agree with that 100%. I was looking at that, making sure I was looking at the the over-under. The over-under is at 63. But I'll say weight covers the seven at home. Um, Trying to see if I see anything else here. Auburn and LSU is another league game. That doesn't start till nine. And, of course, Kentucky plays them next week. So, you got Auburn still ranked at 22, although they nearly lost last week. They have – Quarterback controversy. They fired their wide receivers coach. It just seems like a lot's going on at Auburn. But LSU hasn't looked so hot. They did beat Mississippi State, but they didn't really play all that great. Um, but I also saw something crazy. I don't think Auburn has won at LSU in something like 16 tries as well. Or, or no, 1999, I think, was the last time that they actually won at LSU. I, think, I looked that up earlier in the week. It's been a long time since Auburn's won in Baton Rouge. So I'll take LSU in this one as well. You think they cover the three? Uh, this is one yeah. you keep your eye on, too, if you're a Kentucky fan, right? You're wanting to see how LSU performs yeah. going into this game next week. Uh, I'm just looking through the line. So, if you see other matchups there that you want to pick, just throw one in. I'm, I'm scrolling through here to see what I can find. Here's Baylor at Oklahoma State, 7 o'clock game. Oklahoma State's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Baylor picked up a big win last week against Iowa State. Do they get one on the road? Yeah, keep it going. Baylor wins again. I think so, too. Well, here was an interesting line um, just because Michigan's 4-0 and 1-0 and they're top 15, but they're underdogs at Wisconsin, who's just 1-2. and 
So Wisconsin's a two-point favorite. <laughs> the over-under on this game is like a almost like an NFL spread, 43 and a half. So they're expecting a classic low-scoring Big Ten game in this one. And I'll take uh, – I mean, I don't know. Wisconsin's not looked too good. Who? So Wisconsin lost Notre Dame. Who else did they lose to? Let me go look at that. Uh, they lost oh, Penn State, 16 to 10. So my parlay upsets of the week, money line. I'm parlaying Michigan over Wisconsin and Notre Dame over Cincinnati. Might even throw your Tennessee pick in there. Yeah. I don't feel good about that Tennessee game. I don't I don't know. I don't think uh no, I've stayed away from it. <laughs> I'm picking I am picking these two though. That's gonna be my parlay upset of the week. Michigan over Wisconsin and then Notre Dame over Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh this was a spread that surprises me somewhat, but maybe Duke is just really bad. But this is your blue blood, uh or sorry, the tobacco road right here, Duke at North Carolina. North Carolina is not – I mean, compared to preseason hype, they have really struggled out of the gate. They're 2-2, two 1-2 and two, one and two in the league, yet still a 20-point favorite over Duke. Um, and their offense is pretty explosive. I, I actually think they might cover that. Duke is a good record, but not quite not quite as good looking as what maybe what they were. I mean, they, they've beaten NC, uh, A&T. So that was their FCS opponent. They lost to Charlotte to start the year, but then they beat Northwestern, which was an okay win, and then they played Kansas. And, of course, Kansas is one of the worst Power 5 schools. But to be 3-1 and one and still a 20-point underdog, I think that tells you what Vegas thinks of them. Yeah, uh, I'll go I'll go North Carolina on that one. And another game here is a Friday night game tonight. It's Iowa at Maryland. So number five, Iowa at Maryland. You want to guess the spread on that? I don't even see that one on here. I was a three-point favorite at Maryland. Both teams undefeated. Oh, okay. There it is. FS1. Uh, 47 and a half. Uh, I'll take Iowa. That defense is legit. Yeah. I, I pick Iowa in that one as well. And then I saw one more game here. Uh, Mississippi State at Texas A&M. Texas a and a seven-point favorite. Derek, both teams coming off losses. What do you think in that one? I think AM wins, but doesn't cover. Yeah, I think it's a close game. And I'm just scrolling through, making sure we haven't missed anything. I don't think we have that I see. Um, I believe we've got it all. I believe that's it. Texas Tech, West Virginia, after what Texas Tech did last week, giving up, what, 70 points to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that they're only a touchdown underdog. Pretty surprising. Troy and South Carolina is within a touchdown, too, so those are some close lines. Uh, good Saturday of college football coming up. That's that's the one thing I'll tell you. So uh, if you listen to some of my picks and I make you some money, boom, go for it. If I if I don't, I don't want to hear about it. You you don't have to listen to me. I'm not going to – I'm not endorsing myself here. <laughs> that is for sure. It's yeah, not my way. fault. It's not my fault if you go in the hole this weekend. <laughs> This is this is strictly for fun for me. I'm not placed a single bet all year, so this is just to talk. I have I have placed plenty of bets this year, so <laughs> we'll see if I keep my trend going. If I have success this week, I might start posting my weekly picks. I might start doing that. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, but Derek, we got a good football Saturday coming up. We'll be at Kroger Field at 6 p.m. Eastern time for Kentucky and Florida. 
As always, this show is powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub. You got three locations, Fonville, Williamsburg, and London. You can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. He's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily.